Front Face Lock Podcast is brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. Quality products at affordable prices. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO and at Lucky13BeardCompany.com. That's Lucky13BeardCO.com. Okay, uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning, if you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Front Face Slot. That's not just the coolest. Go suck your own dick or something. That's not just the best. Don't fucking question me. Front Face Lock Podcast. First of all, shut the fuck up. Now that, my friend, is just incredible. Bump Bagwell is what created the Front Face Lock. Bump Bagwell is who is Front Face Lock. Front Face Lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend. The man who's trying to figure out the TNA app as we speak. It's Vinny. <sighs> hey, Vinny. What's up? So, yes, you heard that correctly. We finally are able, hopefully, to do a TNA pay-per-view. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I'm not having a good day today. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I didn't break your dishwasher or... Fuck. Fuck the machines. Fuck deer. I should tell you about those, those stories. Well, we do have a few things to talk about while you're figuring out this whole fire stick thing. What is it? One hour and what? Fuck's sake. Another hour. I got to wait for this shit. All right. Well, Go first ahead. off, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is, I don't know if you saw on online, Rikishi is pushing to try to get Umaga, his brother, in the Hall of Fame this year. That's kind of the reaction I thought you were going to have. Uh, pretty sure that's not a real story. Uh, no, this it's like on. Pick the real story, right? Like you're going to. No, this is on. Rikishi's. And one's going to be true, and two are going to be false. All right, what's the next one? No, what's that's next? on Rikishi's Facebook. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and on his Facebook, every day he's posting. Don't you think Omaga should be in the Hall of Fame? And people are commenting, "Way overdue." Who's commenting, Marcus? Marcus is commenting because he's a huge Umaga fan. He loves Umaga. I don't know if you know this. Marcus takes his face like Umaga. There's not one Umaga fan. Rikishi's an Umaga fan. What else? Kyle O'Reilly just premiered in AEW. So I told you. I know you told me. Okay, so essentially Kyle O'Reilly is going to – and Adam Cole and Bobby Fish are going to restart the Undisputed Era. It's going to be Undisputed Elite or Elite Era or whatever, and it's just going to be another AEW rehashing of a, a successful WWE idea. So, oh, my God, AEW's the fucking best. They're going to be like, oh, my God, that Undisputed Era was such a horrible idea in NXT. I can't believe those guys were successful together. They were, they were so overrated. They go to AEW, oh, my God, I love Undis- Undisputed Era. Oh my god, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, and Kyle Wright together are the best. Oh, I love them. If only Roderick Strong was there. Uh, everybody's excited because they're going to fight the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Like, I don't give a shit. Well, isn't Adam Cole supposed to take over 
like the elite. I don't know. Like I don't watch AEW. Or Kenny Omega was like, oh, I'm going to need somebody to take over the Elite. And I'm called like, yeah, of course. And they was like, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about the Young Bucks. I don't watch AEW. You could have the winning lottery numbers for the Jersey Lottery on AEW every week, and I still wouldn't watch it because I just I don't like the product. It's just not for me. AEW is for you kind of like straight porn is for you. Not my thing whatsoever. Never uh, would satisfy you. No, I only watch horse porn because I imagine it's Charlotte. Giving or getting? Both. You should see the cock on her. Listen, you want to talk about the deer? Yeah, so that's another thing you told me to bring up. So I wanted to talk to you about Kyle O'Reilly because I just found out about it because Marcus messaged me like I was going to be like, oh, God, no, not another one. And then about Kenny Omega, or not Kenny Omega, Omega being in the Hall of Fame. So Vinny said to me as he's playing his belt as a guitar, is that the belt for your fantasy football league? It is. So you're going to have to give that up this year, aren't you? Uh, yep, probably. You will conveniently forget to send it in the mail. Tell me about, you said there's a, a new war against the machines and you have a new deer story. Yeah, so Ryan's a scary world out there, buddy. Very scary world. Omicron is on the rise. Cases popping up all over the place. Everyone's hunkered down. China's threatening Taiwan. Russia's threatening the Ukraine. They're in collusion with each other. You know who else is in collusion? The deer. And who? The machines. Oh, the deer and the machines are now working together. Collusion to come after me. The machines couldn't take me down by themselves, Ryan, and neither could the deer. So you know what's happening now? They fucking had a meeting. They met at some convention, probably the Bon Jovi rest stop on the Garden State Parkway. Now, just let me cut you off real quick. That's a real thing he just said. The old on the the, the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey, we have rest stops. And there's like the you know the Great Egg one, the Atlantic City one, the Monmouth one, the Forked River, Tom's River one. And they used to have one called the Cheesequake that was named after the Cheesequake uh, State Park, and it's now been named the John Bon Jovi rest stop. They're supposed to name all of them after like famous Jersey people. Oh, they're renaming all of them now. And they yeah. started with John. They don't go with Bruce Springsteen or like Brendan Byrne, Frank Sinatra. It's going to be Frank Sinatra. There's going to be Springsteen. It's going to be Whitney Houston. I forget the other one. Danny DeVito, Jack Nicholson. I mean, you can. Meryl Streep. There's the list goes on and on. I think it's the Stingers. The Artie Lang rest stop. And you. The Artie Lang rest stop. They start with John Bon Jovi, not Bruce Springsteen, America's Sweetheart. Who I'm not a fan of his music, but I think he's an awesome guy because I've met him a hundred times. But they go with John Bon Jovi. So anyway, the deer and their get together in their convention and they have their little hoofs and they're typing out emails to each other. Yes, and they're and saying very big, numbers, very big letters on their keyboard because they don't have fingers; they have hooves. So very big. It's like imagine, like um, remember the power pad for Nintendo? Yes, that's their keyboard. I don't, I'm not sure if it's the QWERTY keyboard or it's the other version, but it doesn't really matter. They get together. They want to fight me. So I was driving to work the other day. I work all the way up in the boonies, you know, the sticks, the woods, you know, where uh, Sasquatches, Sasquatch might live, right? It's dark up there. Very dark. There's no electricity not, in the boonies. Not a, lot, not a lot of lights. So I turn down the road to get to work, and I'm driving down the road. And I look to the right, and I see three deer grazing by the side of the road, which we know how much I love seeing that. And I don't think they're real deer, Ryan. 
So are you one of these people that think like birds are government drones? You think deer are not real? They're android deer. They're deer droids. Deer droids. They were pretending to graze on the side of the road to take my attention away. So you, you, you fell into it because you're driving and you go, fucking deer, and you just turn and you look at them. And then what happened? I turned back forward. Now I'm 500 feet away from the front gate of where I work. And this fucking kamikaze deer, he had the fucking shit, the headband wrapped around his head. He had a picture of his dear wife on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a did, note. He, did he have it like taped? Yeah, he had, that, he had that with a, a you know last will and testament and a note chained around his neck. He booked across so fucking fast across the street. Like he waited till the last possible second to run in front of my car. I slammed on my brake, and I kid you not, I'm not even fucking shitting you. I heard his fur scrape against my front bumper. Do you think there was, was another deer next to him going, not yet, not yet, and go! Yeah, they just pushed him into the road. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I just missed I heard, and I didn't hit him. And then in the morning, he tried that shit again, but he was farther away. Oh, the same deer. It was the same deer. Try again. Same spot. He's like, all right, fuck, I missed it. I messed up the first time. Give me another chance, coach. Put me back in. <laughs> Maybe you won't notice it's me. I was on the lookout. My shit was peeled. So, so how was this the collusion with the machines? So fast forward. Dishwasher. Broken. I'm trying to connect the dots here. Deer tries to kill himself in front of your car twice. Your dishwasher break. Okay, I see the connection. It's all because of the machines fighting fighting me and the dishwasher was like you know what we can't take you out on the road we're gonna make you wash dishes we're gonna give you dish pan hands motherfucker and they did so so who made the call was it the deer contacting the machines or the machines contacting the deer the initial call yes was the machines and the deer they watched our videos together at the convention and the convention the deer convention the entities versus vinnie convention Entities versus vinegar. You know what? I did get an email about that. Yeah, that everyone just... who doesn't like me, they that I talk shit about, they get a math email orchestrated by the machines sent out there. And uh, they have a convention. They talk about colluding against me and conspiring against me. And the deer decided that this was a time to do it because, you know, the rut's over. They should be asleep or in the woods somewhere because it's getting colder. But they failed. As always, so they reported back to the machines, and the machines said, "Fuck this guy, dishpan hands." Do you think that they had like a big projector screen, and there was a deer with like a laser pointer in his hoof, and he's going, "This is Vinny's route to work. We need to make sure we have somebody stationed here and here to distract him while Carl gets ready with his kamikaze shit and runs out in front of Carl. You get one chance at this." You th oh, you, you're the guy that you said you could do it. Just drawing sand tables. Yeah. It's and they like, have the thing in the road, like in Con Air, when he's trying to explain what's going to go on with the thing. And he's like, this is the plane. And this, it's like, this is Finney's car. This is the entrance to his job. You need to start here. And as soon as he passes this point, you need to get ready to run out. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it went down. What do you think? I mean, I can't argue against it because I don't know if that's what happened or not. So, yeah. The deer. Uh, I'm glad that I'm on good terms with the machines. Is that them texting you now? You're dead. It's a good, 
Why am I a dick? You fucking colluding with the deer in the in the machines. You're a machine lover. I'm not a machine lover. First of all, that's a cat. And maybe if you kept didn't keep doing that to the cat who's trying to claw at your face right now. See, look at it, he's trying to claw your face. Maybe the cat is the one telling the deer. As soon as you let that cat go, he runs and he picks his little phone up and he goes, "This motherfucker tried to bite my head." <laughs> he Make shit sure my your pants. I shit in his pants. It didn't work. I'm out of ideas. He tried to bite my head. This is his little texting with his little pause. Get this motherfucker so I can just be alone with the rest of his family who actually cares about me. He doesn't try to eat my head. He doesn't text with like that. He doesn't have thumbs. He does a swipe text. So I'm very excited, Vinny. Are you excited? Are you excited? I'm super pumped up, buddy. So after a month, a month of me trying to get the Impact app to work, I finally got it to work with is no it? help. No help from Anthem Sports whatsoever, by the way. The guy from Anthem Sports probably just fucking used that compressed air and dusted off the servers, and now it works. He got a new dial-up modem. The three years of dust is collected. Three years of fucking dust. They finally got it. Was, you know, it's like when a, the phone in, a, in a, a restaurant that hasn't had a customer in three years finally rings. Everybody goes, I don't know what to do. What was his name? Larry, Lenny, Carl, who the fuck knows? The guy who couldn't answer the phone in time, who was sending me text messages at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning saying, sorry that you're having issues with our uh, Anthem Sports app. Finally, yesterday, I was able to sign up for it. And now we can finally say we're doing a total nonstop action pay-per-view. Congratulations. Which one are we doing again? TNA against all odds 2011. 2011. Now, there's a there's so many to pick from, by the way. Yeah? Yes. So I did what I always do, and I look up worst pay-per-views of a certain promotion. Like if right. I did AEW, it would just say all of them. Everything. Everything they do. Pick one. In this particular case, what I found out th- through my research of TNA is that for the most part, and we kind of knew this already, just like WCW back in the day, the lower mid-cards were actually pretty decent, but the main events were garbage. So we discussed a few different ones, and we decided on this one just because of the main stipulation of the second main event, or the you know the, the co-main event. Right. It, it's so ridiculous. Now, there was going to be a lot more TNA pay-per-views coming up just because some of the ridiculousness I did read about it. But we are, yes, we are doing Against All Odds 2011. And guess what? This is one of the very few TNA pay-per-views that has a tagline. Oh, great. Against All Odds. We're even, Steven. You think that's what the tagline is? Yeah. No, but that would have been a better tagline. TNA Against All Odds 2011. Now, what's the, the, the main event? Jeff Hardy. Versus Mr. Anderson. Um, against all odds. Hmm. I don't know. Well, real quick side note. We we haven't talked about the fact that Jeff Hardy was released from WWE. Oh, that's right. Wasn't that a shocker? People are saying what? that he got released on purpose. It's a lot of, lot of speculation. A lot of speculation on that. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I believe that might be true. See, here's why I don't think it was true, but maybe it is. I mean, he just did the Stone Cold podcast where he said, like, this is his last shot, and if he screws it up, he's done. But 
he can't go to AEW. And I'm not saying that because I don't like AEW. I'm saying it because we've talked about it. I, I said this. I was on World Elite's show uh, last week, and I said the same thing. AEW is all spots and shots. That's what we always say. It's all people trying to get the big shot in, the big spot in, jumping off ladders, jumping off tables, whatever. Jeff Hardy can't do that anymore. So he kind of just needs to hang it up. He's not going to. His brother already said that they want one more run together in a different promotion. The only promotion that I haven't been to is fucking, well, NWA and uh, AEW. You got the only way it'll work is if he if they bring back the broken and brother Nero character. That's the only way it'll work. They can't do a and, team extreme. Yeah, and oh, then he did tweet something about something being extreme. Matt Hardy did. Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling super very extreme lately, or some shit like that. And then with the broken skull interview, Hardy said the biggest mistake I ever made was refusing rehab, which is why he was released the first time. He said, I, that was the dumbest mistake I'd never make again. And they offered him rehab, and he refused again. Yeah, knowing so that, that he was going to get released. Knowing that yeah. if he refused, he was going to get released. That makes no sense. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. I guess and we'll I, find I out. Side note, too. When that first happened, he, had, he rolled out of the ring and went to the crowd. So people were like, oh, you know, maybe he was just sick. He, you know, he came back down. He was walking through the crowd taking pictures of everybody. He seemed fine. If you look at those pictures – He's fucking high as a kite. Oh, yeah. He is high as a motherfucker. Like, I don't even know how he wrestled. He looked like he did at, uh, what was it, uh, Victory Road 2009 or whatever it was. I think it was wasn't it 11? No, 11. That, that's not this one. No, Vic, yeah, this isn't Victory Road. This is it. Oh, yeah. So, Victory Road 2011. Whatever the fuck that one was against Sting, mm -hmm. he looked like he did again in that one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they said he was fine. His brother said he was fine. Uh, his wife talked shit about, like, you know, people reporting on stuff and they don't know what to like. Come on, man. You know, they're like, oh, you're going to get the uh, the blood test back and everyone's going to be surprised. Uh, that's the last I heard about that. Yeah. I'm, you know, the, the blood, they took the blood for the blood test. I'm sure that they would have had the uh, the results by now. And Matt probably went, fuck, Jeff. I already tweeted out they were going to be happy with the results. This is fuck. You have every drug in your system here. Yeah, it's a blood test. It's not a fucking Ancestry.com that they got a minute away. It's like literally the same day. But, so anyway, yeah. yeah so he, he got released. And that's. Obviously, we want Jeff Hardy to be, uh, you know, okay. Hopefully, he solves his issues. He's a good guy. We don't want to see him become one of our uh, our bells on our show. But, you know. I think it's time. I agree. Time for him to hang it up. He's doing too much damage to himself anyway. So anyway, back to the wonderful Against All Odds 2011. The, the tagline is... Jeff Hardy is, is not drunk. That's the co-tagline. Oh, okay. Is immortal truly forever? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people it, going. It, is immortal or immortal? immortal is immortal truly forever like a person who never dies i get it says immortal i'm assuming they it's not immortal hulk hogan so it says it's immortal it's, like you never die you you never die if you're immortal so is that forever you would think so well i mean but if they weren't long... immortal if it wasn't forever they wouldn't be immortal they would be mortal they'd be more like if you're immortal and the earth and the earth blows up tomorrow. It's not forever anymore because you're dead. It's not like you can just live in the vacuum of space without an earth anymore. 
Yeah, you're well, fucking around like fuck fucking ass. Leia in the Last Jedi. Like that doesn't happen. I mean, I guess it's not forever if the world blows up. But that's a good question. If the world blows up and you're immortal, do you die as well, or do you just kind of float through the vacuum of space? One of the mysteries we'll never solve. I no, I thought you had the answer to that. I was literally asking you that question. Are you asking me? Yeah. How much time do you have? I got time. I'm not doing anything else. We don't want anything planned. Technically, you're not floating. Well, what are you doing then? You're you're in you're the not floating. You're not floating because there's no there's no ground in space. Well, planets are ground, so I, and they're in space. But they're in space. They're not on something. They're not floating in the air. They're rotating and moving. They're on an axis. And they're going around the sun. Magnetic mag magnetism. So if you're not floating, then what are you doing? You're just being. So if you're immortal and the Earth blows up, you're just kind of being in space. You're being in space. You're just kind of there. Where would you go? There's no wind. But you can't breathe in space, so then you would die anyway. Well, how do you move through space? Uh, you got to do that swimmy arm thing like this. Swim. Well, if you could swim, you could swim somewhere else. You could be immortal there. But you can't breathe in space. There's no oxygen. You're immortal. So, that, so okay, will you? Would you die? No. So you. So if you're immortal, you can actually live through not having oxygen in the yeah. vacuum of space. Yeah, because if you're immortal, you can't get drowned. So then. Yes, mortal is truly forever. We just solved TNA wrong. Fuck them. Anyway, February 13th, 2011, in Orlando, Florida, at the Impact Zone. And the attendance is 1,100 because their capacity is only 1,400. 1,100,000. 1,100, that's it. 1,100 plus 50,000. Just 1,100. Thousand one hundred on one, the dot. One thousand one hundred on the dot. One thousand one hundred human beings in the seats. One thousand one hundred asses in the seats. Two thousand two hundred ass cheeks in the seats. I was just doing that math in my head real quick too. At the same time, in WWE, because there's no more WCW. Yeah. Is elimination chamber. Okay. February twentieth on the WWE roster. That is true. February twentieth, two thousand eleven, Oakland, California, at the Oracle Arena. I know what was happening. What was happening? It wasn't Elimination Chamber. What was it? Kevin Kelly was getting a circumcision, and twelve hundred people attended. Okay, more than TNA. That's true. Twelve hundred people did attend Kevin Kelly's circumcision. Eddie Long was the special guest MC. Special guest Moyle. The Moyle. <laughs> Rabbi <laughs> Teddy Long. Rabbi Teddy Long, the Moyle. <laughs> the attendance for the Elimination Chamber was 11,500. Did he suck the, the foreskin, the cut? Why would he do that? You don't know that that's what happens in like Jewish no. circumcision? No. Look it up. Jewish no. rabbis. Yes. Rabbis, when they circumcise a baby, they fucking suck the blood off the penis. But but why do they do that? I don't know because they're sick fucks. I don't know. Look it up. It's true. I don't want to look it up. Look it up. I'll look it up another time. Well, you got to make sure that our fucking listeners know that I'm not fitting. Okay. Do rabbis, rabbis suck the blood? Blood of 
baby foreskin. <laughs> oh my god, they do. I fucking told you. Metziziza bepe is when a moil uses his mouth to suck blood away from the baby's circumcision wound as part of the circumcision ritual. My God, that's disgusting. Boom, told you. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know that. I know that anymore. And why? Why do? Now that's in your search history. Yeah, Teddy Long. So anyway, the matches for I can't. I can't talk about. It. I can't even think about that anymore. My brain. I have to. I have to poke my eyes out. Oedipus. Yeah, Oedipus Rex. Yeah, Oedipus Rex Ryan. The matches for Elimination Chamber were yeah. Alberto Del Rio versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Then you had the. SmackDown Elimination Chamber, which was Edge, Rey Mysterio, mm -hmm. Kane, Drew McIntyre, Big Show, and Wade Barrett. Got some bad news for you. I used to love bad news, Barrett. Oh, great. I love him as an NXT announcer, though. I think he's great. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Then you had The Core, which was Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel versus Santino Morello and Vladimir Kozlov. Oh, what a fucking barn burner. I'm sure that was. And that was for the tag championship. Ugh. Then you had the Miz versus Jerry Lawler for the championship. What championship? WWE championship. Oh, the champ, the WWE championship. You just said the championship. Well, I th thought it was implied that I didn't preface it with intercontinental or European or United yeah. States. It was just the championship. And then the the Raw Elimination Chamber, which is kind of a better set of people participants john cena cm punk john morrison king sheamus randy orton and r-truth all right okay not bad not terrible now we get to against all odds 2011 our very first tna pay-per-view now we're only going to watch main, was this main event of this pay-per-view jeff hardy versus a bar no they did that with sheamus a couple oh, months ago <laughs> So I don't know a lot of these wrestlers, and I know that you watch more TNA now than I do. So if you know who some of these guys are, tell, you know, let me know if they're good. The first match is a three-way uh, match to determine the number one contender for the TNA X Division Championship. Now, I know all the X Division matches were usually pretty good. Robbie E versus okay. Jeremy Buck and Max Buck. I think I only know Robbie E. Now, the, Ma Jeremy Buck and Max Buck are the young Bucks, by the way. I didn't know that. Oh, just okay. So fuck those guys. Max Buck. He was he it was they went by Buck. Oh that I get it now. Jeremy yeah. Max Buck, the young Buck. Uh -huh. They don't call them young Bucks anymore. They're fucking like middle-aged Bucks. Yeah, they're like old man Bucks. Like Buck Buck <laughs> Buck Rogers. Boo! Then you had Kazarian versus Robbie E. Fuck I guess Kazarian. well Robbie is fighting again. Who won that match? Kazarian. No, Robbie E, the first one. Yeah, Robbie E won the first one and then Kazarian won the second one. Kazarian's an AEW he fucking sucks. He's got a tattoo of an Ankh. What the fuck is an Ankh? It's like an Egyptian cross. I don't even think he's Egyptian though. Wasn't he in WWE at one point? I'm sure he was. He sucks, dick. Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Then you have your favorite guy, Beer Money, James Storm and Bobby Roode. Pew, 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 pew. Versus Scott Steiner and Immortal. Immortal? Who's that? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I screwed it up. It's Beer Money and Scott Steiner 
Uh, versus Immortal, which was Gunner, Murphy, and Rob K Terry. Wait, so does that mean Immortal is not forever? I guess that's where they brought the Immortal. Why would the third match in a six in a, a <laughs> pay per view that's a six man tag be responsible for the tagline considering Jeff Hardy's on the cover? I don't know. And it's not even for a belt. Dumb. It's dumb. Then you have Samoa Joe versus D'Angelo De Niro. Fuck is that? I I have no idea. I don't know who half these people are. Where's Samoa Joe? Oh, Elijah Elijah Burke. Oh, why don't they just fucking say it? I've, they called him D'Angelo De Niro. Then you have Madison Rain. I love her. Oh, oh my God. yeah, but who do you love more, Madison Rain or who she's fighting, Mickey James? Oh, that's a tough one. A three-way match to seal the victory. Are you the third person in that match? That's right. A Sit on my face, match. <laughs> and no matter what, you're the winner. Yay! Then you have RVD. The my, my, I'm hanging from a ring over a ladder, and they got to grab my balls. Your balls is the prize. Well, the whole thing. What do they get if they, like... Fucking baby! So they grab your balls, and they get impregnated. Is that how pregnancy works? I don't have any kids. You have three. Is that how it works? Is that how you got, you got your wives pregnant? It's exactly how it works. Like, honey, touch my balls. I'm going to hang from a, a ring. Over, you have to climb a ladder and you touch my balls and then bam! Another That's kid. literally how all the conceptions went. Ladder matches. Huh. So I'm yeah. the product of a ladder match. Well, you might not be. You might be like a TLC match. You know, you think my parents would tell me that knowing how much I love wrestling. <laughs> might let me in on that little secret behind the scenes. Pull the curtain back. Let me know. Nope. Life's <laughs> industry. Still making you believe the stork comes to your house. He doesn't? Yep. Yep, he does. Does. He's, yep, sir does. Because that's that's what I was told happens. Yep. You pray to the stork, and then he brings you a kid. Yeah. Fucking stork. They couldn't pick a, a fucking less obvious bird. That thing's fucking eight feet tall. A pterodactyl's dropping your ass. A fucking baby off of your doorstep. Fucking who's tying the, who's tying the little, little fucking sheet they hold you in? Yeah, it's not the stork. He doesn't have any hands. No. Why wouldn't it be one of those those birds with the be and it has the long, the big jaw? A pelican. A pelican. They can hold the baby in the mouth. No, you got to use a fucking stork. Has anyone ever seen a stork? I've never gone to a zoo and seen a stork exhibit. <laughs> if like, you did oh. exhibit, it'd just be them with a bunch of fucking little sheets that they're folding, getting <laughs> ready to carry babies out. And here you see the stork exhibit where they're folding the sheets to bring the babies to the lucky people that have prayed there's for like, them. There's like a stork factory. The stork factory. With a factory somewhere. It's probably in like uh, Wisconsin. Obviously. And there's a conveyor belt and there's robots. Like the conveyor belt, you don't see what happens, but there's like a chute that comes down and a baby, a little bit infant, goes foop, down the chute onto the conveyor belt and they're laying there like this. And then like the mechanical arms come and they fucking clean them off and shit. And then they had they go up to another conveyor belt where there's a sheet, and then the mechanical hands tie the little sack, and then the stork's waiting there. And when the conveyor belt falls off, the stork runs and takes off and catches the baby and flies off to its destination. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that not the plot of a Looney Tunes cartoon? Is it? I don't think so, but it sounds like it should be because I know the the stork always gets drunk. Like he dropped Bugs Bunny mm -hmm. off at the the apes and gorillas uh, cave by mistake. Isn't Bugs Bunny an adult? 
he is an adult, but then what happened was the stork went to a party the night before and got drunk and dropped the baby off at the wrong place, the, the gorilla baby. So he, he knocks Bugs Bunny out and brings him to the gorillas. So then the gorillas think that they have a, a rabbit baby, a bunny baby, and they have to raise it. Then the stork comes back later in the episode and drops the real baby off. And then Daffy Duck at the end gets dropped off at Bugs Bunny's house. Missed opportunity. I got one. What is it? A wrestler that should have been the stork. What, what what would he do? Would he just bring out babies? babies? So he, he'd have real babies at the ring. Yeah. What would his finishing move be? The abortion? <laughs> the day after pill? <laughs> Plan B? Plan B. <laughs> you know what the move is? The diaper drop? The diaper drop? I don't know. What's your call? The, the, if the if if it's a plan B is this the finishing move the move's obviously a punch to the gut. <laughs> Ugh, a kick to the gut. A kick to the the old stomach. He fucking uh, pushing her down the steel stairs. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, then you got Rob Van Dam versus Matt Hardy. Damn. Bully Ray versus Brother Devon in a street did it, fight. Did it bother you that his name is Bully Ray? Yeah, it was kind of dumb that they called him Bully Ray. And then he got all in shape and he started fucking your girlfriend. Yeah, son of a bitch. And she now they're know. broken up. They're broken yeah. up. She didn't know she was your girlfriend, but you knew. Now she knows. Be like, how do you like this, Velvet Sky? Dick pick. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever got her phone number, that would have to be the opening text message. Not like, hi, I'm Vinny. No. no. How do you like this? Dick pick, and then you but you have to say dick pick, and then send the dick pick. <laughs> Sorry, that hurts my back. Ugh. Oh yeah, Vinny's got a bad back today. Ugh. Be like, Baby I know you did Bubba Ray, but here's a real big dick Dudley. You want a real Dudley boy? I'm big dick Dudley. Dick <laughs> pick, and then you send a dick pick, and then you go out my back with like a hand that's you, know, you have to swipe it. Swipe dick pick, and then she's gonna look at it and go. Damn! Nuts and butts! <laughs> I didn't know I had to zoom. Man, that thing's not even touching the ground and you're laying on your stomach. That's okay. It works. Sometimes. <laughs> the next match is one of the ones we're going to be covering, and it's specifically because of the stipulation in this match. Jeff Jarrett, with Karen Jarrett, I guess his mm -hmm. wife, versus Kurt Angle. Now, the stipulation for this match is that if Jeff Jarrett wins, Kurt Angle had to give Karen away at the Jarrett's wedding vow renewal ceremony on the March 3rd impact. Wait, but, oh, oh, oh. Okay. If Jeff Jarrett wins, Kurt Angle's got to give his Jeff Jarrett's wife away at Jeff Jarrett's renewing his vows ceremony? Yes. What the fuck's the big deal? Well, you see, were they like in love with each other or something? Was that like the thing? No, see, Karen Jarrett is Kurt Angle's ex-wife. Oh, awkward. Oh, that's not even completely the most awkward part. If Kurt Angle wins, he gets full custody of his and Karen's children. His real children? I'm going to assume they mean his real children. Kurt Angle's children or Jeff Jarrett's children? Karen Jarrett, who's Kurt Angle's ex-wife, and Kurt Angle's children. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle Kurt, would get Kurt, full custody. Karen, Ang Karen Angle's 
pretty hot, actually. So Kurt Angle would get custody of his kids? Yeah, full custody of his kids. Karen Jarrett would have no more custody of his her children oh, okay. that she had with Kurt Angle. What about her kids with Jeff Jarrett? I don't think those kids are involved in this. I always found it interesting that wrestlers' wives went and married another wrestler after they divorced. And they're still yeah. in the same technique. Like, fucking A, man. How awkward is that? And then to put it in a storyline like this. Yeah, I mean, we've had, like, the Lita Edge shit, which is a pretty big deal. But there's been other ones, right? Well, I mean... Mark Sable. Mark Merrill Sable. I mean, it wasn't the same company, but Deborah McMichael married Stone Cold and then got involved in Stone Cold shit and then divorced yeah. him because he apparently hit her or something. I don't know. Benoit with woman. That's a whole other story. Kevin, but, uh, Miss, Kevin Sullivan. That was his ex-wife. Uh, Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man and Luger. Yeah. It's just awkward. Yeah. It, it can't seem like something that's like, oh, hey, honey, ex-honey. I know you're fucking that guy now, but you're involved in this storyline, so I guess we got to be friendly. Question. Okay, God, uh, here we go. You think if Kurt, not Kurt Angle, if Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett are having sex, right? Is that it? Is that the likes, question? Do you, think likes, do you think she likes it rough? I think she likes to be put in an ankle lock and then hit with a guitar. No, that's what I was going to fucking, you fuck you. I was just <laughs> say, do, you, do you think that her, her version of, Jeff Jarrett's version of rough sex is hitting his spouse with a guitar? Yes. <laughs> it's called like, oh, slap nuts. <laughs> I'm going to come and he takes a guitar out and smashes it on her head and goes, take that slap nuts. <laughs> Kurt Angle putting her in an ankle lock. Maybe they had a threesome and Kurt Angle's putting her in an ankle lock while he's uh, while she's uh, filleting Jeff Jarrett. And that's that's the only way she can get off. Does she spell her name K-A-R-E-N-J-A-R-R-E-T? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Solve that, so, solve that question. So he gets custody of his kids from from his ex wife, who's now with Jeff Jarrett. Okay. You know, if you're firstborn when you got divorced, if the only way you can get full custody of him is if you wrestled who your ex wife was dating at that time, you had to beat him in a match to get full custody of your child. But if you lost, you had to give her away at their wedding. I mean, I don't think that's the first the stipulation of giving her away is that big of a deal. No, it's not really. Like, you're walking down the aisle and they go, all right, there you go. go Bye. Bye. I'll see you later. I'm going to go hang out with our kids while you're on a honeymoon. I guess it was the awkwardness of it. I mean, what's more awkward, that or Jason Jordan being his kid? My black son! My black son! That Yeah, that's kind of funny. It's a fucking horrible storyline. And then they just said, forget it. There's like, oh, he's hurt. But When I was in college, I dated a young lady. She was African-American. Like, what the fuck is going on? Who cares? Like, you could have made Chad Gable your kid. You could have made any of the wrestlers your kid. You had to make it racial and say it was Jason Jordan? What? His goal was, I know you're my dad the whole time, so I'm going to become a professional wrestler to get in the same company as you so we can fucking family secret. You could have just called him on the phone like, hey, Dad, you know, Kurt, I know you're my dad. Because you fucked my mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Uh, question for you, son. Yes, daddy. You think while you're uh, talking to me, you can send me a picture of what what you look like? Sure, daddy. Dick pic. No, sorry, wrong one. Um, well, you can get from the, the this picture of the size and girth that I'm not white. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Hold on. I think I think there's some uh, microwave interference. I gotta go click. 
<laughs> and then he never hears from him again. He changes his number. He's got to go to WWE now to find his dad, put him in an awkward position on the air. That's how it happened. Jason Jordan went to Vince McMahon. I don't know if you know this. Bullshit! He went to Vince McMahon. He said, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a pro wrestler. He goes, well, why, why should I sign you? It's been my life's goal to meet my real father in person. What does that have to do with me? My my dad's Kurt Angle. Oh, I love it. Let's get it on the air. Don't even tell him yet. We're going to tell him after you're successful. You know what would have been a better fucking gimmick? Better storyline? Is if fucking the hands that May Young had with Mark Henry grew up to be Jason Jordan. They never said it wasn't. No, they said it was Kurt Angle's kid. But if the hands, it would make a lot more sense. Now, would he have to wear a hand outfit or that he, the no, rest his of his hand, body sprouted his, from the his hand? His body grew. Like he was a stump of a man. He was just a very large hand. It's like, son, you're a, you're a whole person. I remember his, when you were just a hand. Yeah, he grew into a hand. He grew into his body. That would actually be a better uh, missed opportunity. So, okay. So he's got to give Karen Jarrett away at the wedding or he gets custody of Jason Jordan. Well, this isn't, I mean, Karen Jarrett's white. So it's not Jason Jordan, no, it's his other kids. Oh, okay. Come on. Then the main event, and the reason I want to watch this one, because I heard the ending is really, really botched. It's Jeff Hardy versus Mr. Anderson in a ladder match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. What was at the top of the ladder? You hanging upside down with your balls hanging out. You're still there. No, it's the World Championship. Oh, those drugs. Huge heroin fan. Bag of cocaine. No, because Jed and Eddie would have taken it. That's true. Jed would have been sliding down like Mission Impossible from the top of the rope. Bag of oxies. You think George, uh, Marty Jannetty would do oxies or is it just cocaine? Just cocaine. Unless it was crushed up into a powder. But Jeff Hardy Drugs is looking at it. Mr. Kennedy probably thinks they're Mentos, and Jeff Hardy Drugs knows that they're just oxies. He's like, oh, it's just oxies. I took those before the match. But I won't turn down a free bag. Who says no to free stuff? <laughs> all I got to do is climb that ladder. That's all I got to do is climb that ladder. I get more free drugs. Oh, hell yeah. Why's the limit. Okay. So, all right. So here we go, everybody. First TNA pay-per-view, Jeff Jarrett versus. So this is the vignette so we can find out what's going on. Jeff Jarrett really threw himself into the main event of everything in this company. He owned it, didn't he? He owned part of it, I think. Because remember, he had Global Force Wrestling for a while, and then they merged with TNA. They had Global Force Wrestling after this. Was it at, well, it was at the same time? Because at some point they did merge. It might have been after this pay-per-view. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett looks like he's 70 years old. Yeah. Kurt Angle walks like he's 70 years old. This is when Kurt Angle this was like high, high all the time, right? Yeah. This was the, the four-sided ring of, of TNA. They can, I don't remember when they only did the five-sided, because they switched back and forth, it seems like, a lot. Are all those kids Kurt Angle's kids? All four of them, yes. Yeah, they had the octagon, or the six-sided ring, right? They, five yeah, sided. the five-sided, six-sided ring, whatever, because they thought it would be interesting. And... Oh, he's proposing. They're going to get married. Are they still together? I don't know, probably. Poor Kurt Angle. What's she upset about? Yeah, like, why are you upset? Like, you're getting married, you're... Marrying, the, remarrying the guy who owns the company, and all you have to do is beat your ex-husband. Oh, she's afraid that Kurt Angle's going to win. All right, well, let's see what happens. Against all odds, is that like a prelude to this? Like Kurt Angle's against all odds to win? Oh, that may, actually makes sense. I didn't even think about that. I thought they were just using like catchy phrases, like against all odds, victory road, slam anniversary. 
I forget who does, but I bet Jeff Jarrett wins because he wins everything. He does. He wins everything. She doesn't look too bad. Eh, she's not bad. I mean, I I don't know if I'd be upset, like considering you know I'm Kurt Angle and I could just get any woman yeah. I want. Get out four kids. Yeah, for shitting four kids out though, she looks really good. Is oh, it? dude, that Whoa. guy almost jumped the fucking barricade. The eleven hundred people that are there. Now, see, like I kind of like that. There's like so little people there because it's it, it, it's like that whole NWA vibe that they got going on now, where it's like feels like it's in a studio and it's like more intimate. But again, the same conversations we had in '96. And we're having now about what's better, WWE or AEW or WCW or TNA. I was having those conversations with people about this. All right, so Kurt Angel. Kurt Kurt Angel. Kurt Angel versus Jeff Jarrett. Now, what was bad about this match? The match or just the stipulation? The stipulation, but I heard the match was kind of slow. Like, I... Everything I read about TNA, because you know, once I got the app work and I started researching it more, a lot of the main events, especially with Kurt Angle, were almost not all of them, but some of them were like very slow moving and boring. Fucking stand. He's got like broken necks and shit. He won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Two, didn't he? Did he win two Olympic gold medals? Some suspect crowd there in Orlando. Why is it suspect? Just look at him. That's right. This was when Spike TV used to exist. It was on Spike TV. Ooh, Spike TV. I remember that. Was this and a thousand ways to die, and bar rescue. That was it. <laughs> oh, this is when Taz is doing commentary. Taz sucks on commentary. Taz is he does suck on commentary. Oh, his son suck. Hook, Hook, because he's from the Red Hook district. Get it? Ugh. He does a Taz mission, right? I don't know. I don't watch it. You know enough that his name is Hook. Yeah, because everything on my Twitter feed is, oh, Hook premiered tonight. He's like 150 pounds. I thought he was going to look like that. I'm Hook. You should be scared of me because my dad's Taz. You should be afraid of me. A real uh, side note while this match is going on. Did you see that uh, CM Punk said that he'd be open to going back to WWE when his contract expires? Who cares? I don't. And I was a huge punk fan back in the day. I don't care anymore. He's boring. I have a CM Punk shirt. I won't wear it. I think you don't wear it because it doesn't fit anymore. That's also part of the reason. It was ill-fitting when I bought it, and it's more ill-fitting now. You don't wear it because now it's a tube top. I don't wear it because now I'm fat, and I was skinnier when I bought it. Ryan has a CM Punk tube top. I own a CM Punk tube top that started off as a t-shirt, and now I look like Ralphus when I wear it. Kurt Angle sucks. Really? You think Kurt Angle sucked? Uh, I mean, here he's not that good. And obviously later in his career, he's not that good. When he first came out, he was good, but he had hair. Yeah, haired Kurt Angle and first shaved head Kurt Angle were good. It's his ex-wife. Why is he so upset? Yeah, like, dude, you're Kurt Angle. Just get a new wife. Like, You can hardly stand, really. I did see a really good Kurt Angle versus Jeff Hardy in a steel cage match in TNA. Where uh, Angle does like a moonsault off the top of the cage, that was pretty crazy. There were good matches in TNA. That's the thing. Like I'm, like you said a million times, like watching it on Pluto and on Twitch yeah. when they had it on Twitch. Like there were really good TNA matches. Oh yeah, absolutely. But everything I've I've researched, it it kind of sounds like what happened in WCW, where the mid card was the best part of it, and the main events, especially when Jarrett and Hogan and Bischoff took over. Like what? Oh, she slapped them. She needs to like not be on camera. She's awful. Yeah, she's trying to sound like Vicky Guerrero, and it's just it's get her off camera. 
Oh, you're gonna beat your ex-wife? <laughs> yeah, like are you gonna go over and punch her in the face? No, you're definitely not getting custody. Yeah, imagine he wins the match and he gets first of all, is that legal? If he if he wins, he gains custody. He's like, do they have a lawyer that signed off on that? And it's like, well, you're an abusive father. You beat up another man to get custody of your kids. I don't trust my children around you. <laughs> I want to know the legalities of this. I don't think it's legally binding. I don't think, I mean, at least when Eddie Guerrero and, and Rey Mysterio were doing it, it was like they had lawyers involved and it was like, he might be your real son. We don't know. There's a DNA test. This is just like, no. <laughs> Can you imagine there's a judge and he's like, I'd like full custody of my kids. Well, you got to wrestle for it. That's the only way you're getting it. And things are different in Mexico. It's true. Laws are completely different. What is that thing? What thing? <laughs> what is that? That guy was the friggin' human equivalent of Gossamer from Looney Tunes. There's a Gossamer in the crowd and <laughs> I missed it? Yeah. That's our second Looney Tunes reference. Whoa. Who was a better wrestler? Jeff Jarrett or Kurt Angle? Wrestler? Fake wrestler. Yeah, obviously not like real wrestling because Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist. I'm still going to go with Kurt Angle, though, because mm. you can name a Kurt Angle match that you remember, like Kurt Angle versus The Rock, Kurt Angle versus Austin. Can you name a memorable Jeff Jarrett match besides yeah. the Triple Cage of Doom yes. at Slambury? What? Yeah. Jeff Jarrett versus China for the Intercontinental Championship in a housekeeping match. Okay, that's cheating because that wasn't a good match. That's just a memorable match. Jeff Jarrett versus Road Dog. Roadie versus that was when he was the roadie. It was a roadie versus the the the, the mentor. Yeah. The J E double F J A double R E double T match. Jeff Jarrett ever wrestled The Undertaker? I don't believe he did. He was never in the main event picture in WWE, right? He was always No, he was always Mid Carter. Or excuse me, I don't want to say mid Carter anymore. I feel like I say like if I say mid Carter, Buff Bagwell pop out like fucking Candyman behind me and be like, "I'm not a mid Carter." You're shoving up your fucking assholes. Oh, so by the way, match going on. What? I have a I have a story. By the way, all right. So real quick, my so I I did World Elite show the other day and I had a good time. It was you know it was fun and. (laughs) Marcus, when he introduced me, recited word for word in the same demeanor that I do it, the whole Anchor.fm promo. He's the second podcast now that has made fun of me for the fact that we have that Anchor ad that we get like three cents every time somebody listens to the show. And he he recited it word for word. And it was fucking, I'll give him credit. That was really fucking funny because I was not expecting it. So I think I'm going to have to re-record that. I think it's yeah. fine. I don't see why it's such a big deal. Because it's like, hi. I think, this no, is I think it's fucking the lame podcasts are trying to find a way to make fun of you. And it's really not that I don't get it. I don't think it's that bad. You have to read that. I don't see what the problem is. It's the way I read it. I could re-record it in a better way. I did it. I, I left it because it's like that's how the show was when it first started. And it's evolved. We're over a year now. We passed our year anniversary. We're over a year. I recorded that not even having a first episode in mind. And that's how the show started. And now it's evolved. Honeymoon phase is over. Should I re-record it? I don't think so. All right, then fuck it. I'm leaving it. Fuck you, Marcus and Bishop. I'm I'm keeping it. Go suck each other's dicks.
They don't even know each other, and they live far away. Why would they do that? Because they like getting blown by people halfway across the country. But they support us, so it's okay. They're going to be supporting each other's cocks in their mouths. Kurt Angle's shoes untied. Kurt Angle's doing the ankle lock. That, but it should have been called the angle lock. Missed opportunity. Right? Do you think they... And he stole the move from Shamrock. Yeah. Shouldn't slam. Shamrock have done the Texas Cloverleaf? Because he's a Shamrock. What's your story? That joke was so bad. I'm going to glaze over it. And I want to hear your story. What's whose story? You said I have a story, too. Oh, so that had nothing to do with that. Wasn't a joke. It was serious. It angle, was angle lock, and the shamrock. Shamrock should have been like the Canadian Cloverleaf. Where the fuck he's from? Where's he from? Michigan. Shamrock from Michigan, or somewhere in the United States. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking a stretch. Let's see. Where's Ken Shamrock from? He's from Macon, Georgia. He could have been the fucking Atlantan Cloverleaf. The Georgian Cloverleaf. The Georgian Cloverleaf. The Savannah Cloverleaf. Oh, no, the ref got knocked out. Oh, and Kurt Angle's tiny shoe. He took a second. Hold on a second. I got to loop, swoop, and pull this. Oh, and it's really long. Like, the loops are really too big. At this point, when I was seven years old, I would have nodded it about ten more times. Or tucked it into the side of my shoe so it didn't fall out again. Remember I used to tuck dollars into our socks? No. I used to fold up dollars. If I didn't have pockets, I would tuck the money into my sock. When did you not have pockets? When I wore shorts, like really like fucking gym shorts. I didn't go out in gym shorts that I'd have to tuck money into my sock. When I was like a little kid. I didn't have money when I was a little kid. I got money. I didn't bring money out with me because I didn't realize I needed money to do drugs. things when I was a kid. On drugs when I was six. <laughs> I needed a place to put the money. I put it in my sock. I folded Where it up. And when Mr. Softy came, I wanted me an ice pop. I took out the money, and it was all sweaty and shit. Where did you put the drugs? If you put the money in your sock, where did you put the in drugs? Ass. In my ass. I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> I suitcased it. Put it in my jail purse. <laughs> so what's your story, by the way? <laughs> what's my story? Well, it all started. Oh, so... Our friend Justin Credible. He released a book. What? He released a book. Oh, no, he didn't release a book. Ask me why I know he didn't release a book. Why do you know he didn't release a book? Because in September, I bought said book with the mask, one of his hundred masks. You know, one of the first people to buy the book gets the mask. The the PJ, the the, 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 uh, Portuguese Man of War mask? Yes. Okay, so what, what happened? September. That was a while ago. So I just thought about it because I see him posting shit. So I text him. Now, I remember when he started asking, like, if he, we had a ham sandwich he could eat. And, like, yeah. hey, I really wanted to make it to the convention. But my my wife died and came back to life and broke her neck and had a car accident. And my car broke down and all that shit. We, we, we were lucky enough that he sh- came on our show. But the, he did ask us for more money after the interview. Because his wife died and came back to life, and his his daughter ran away with the dog. And the car um, broke down, and then he appeared the on that kid's show that the kid who we think was had some special needs issues, and his mom and he, was yelling in the background the whole time. And he said, "Oh, Justin Incredible is going to come on in five minutes." He showed up for three minutes. He was like, "Oh, hold on one second, I'll be right back." And then he never came back. I don't even think he said hold on. I think he just. 
when I'm having a bad internet connection and the kid was asking a question, he just fucking dipped out. And it was then, three like, hours of the kid like, going, like, he'll be right back. And then wasn't the mom, like, she bitched on him on on, on uh, Twitter. Then I think he rather eventually finishing the interview because he was guilted because everyone was fucking trashing him. So uh, Kurt Angle brought Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's tapping, but Karen Jarrett's in the ring distracting the ref. Just keep so, doing it if he's tapping. What the fuck? Yeah, get that my ex-wife bitch out. She's tall, huh? Oh, hit him on a chair. At least it's not a guitar. Oh, no one's going to notice that chair in the corner. Yeah. Oh, he kicked out. That was three. That was a three so, count, then he kicked out. So I texted him yesterday. I'm like, bro, when should I expect the book? You ready? Yes, I'm ready. He responded. Yeah, like two days later. He said, you're not going to believe this. I'm going to believe it. but be, The book was supposed to be out by November, he said. I said, so I sent it in September 26th. I sent him the money. He goes, I'll have the shipping info. I'll send it out to you. Thank you. Well, he goes, you get a mask, the book, and an autograph with the book. Nothing for months. I go, when should I be expecting the book and mask? Ready? Yeah. Well, now your brother wrote a book, right? He wrote three books. That's awesome. Did he have it published somewhere in the United States? He, he self-published it, and he, it's on Amazon. You can find it if you search Sean McGann. It's uh, Everyone's a Stranger, If I'm on the Late Side. Yeah. They're all phenomenal books. If I'm on the late side, it's a fiction book. It's phenomenal. I read it on a plane once. Really good stuff. Sean McGann on Amazon. You can find them. Justin, he self-published them because Sean doesn't have the connections that somebody like a Justin Credible would have to have a publisher and agent and all this stuff. So you would think somebody like Justin Credible would have, uh, Jeff Jarrett one, by the way, would have the resources to have the book published. Okay. So I don't know book publishing companies there are. There's a bunch. All the ones I know are they're from like the United States, right? Random House, and that's the only they're, one I know. They're like American companies, right? Probably, yeah. I'm waiting for the response. The book publisher had a problem with... What do you think the book publisher had a problem with? American distribution. The supply chain. You mean the boats that are coming over that are locked up in the, in the harbors because there's too, not enough people to unload the boats? Apparently, a hundred of Just Incredible's books... And his masks are sitting on a fucking freighter in the Pacific, along with everyone's Christmas presents and fucking cars and, I don't know, shit from Wish.com. It's all sitting out there, waiting. Months. Because it's such a hot commodity. Do you think there's, like, one boat that just has all Just Incredibles books? It's like a small boat. It's like the the uh, SS Minnow. And they're like, come on, guys! I got Just Incredibles books and masks here! Vinny ordered one! We need to get it to them! I would have believed more if he had a raft with his books that was attacked by a Portuguese man of war. Ha ha ha. And fucking it sunk all his his so supply chain. So I pushed back. I should have it by this week, and you'll have it by the end of the year, I promise. They're kicking my ass, lol. I'll keep you posted. Check it out, bro. Check it out, PJ Polanco. It's December 22nd. The end of the week is the end of the year, motherfucker. <laughs> so you should have it by the end of next week. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You can ring in the new year. We could do this show next week. You could ring in the year. I'm going to have with... a fucking read-along. Oh, Angle took his boots off because he retired in the ring, I guess, like The Undertaker. Oh, so why'd he tie them before? 
Yeah, why, why would you tie them if you knew she was going to take them off the smelly fucking gym shoes? So I'm waiting for this autobiography. How and long is the autobiography? I was Portuguese Man of War, then I was in ECW, <laughs> I won the belt once, and chapter, I lost it. Chapter one, my car broke down. Can I borrow a few dollars? My Venmo is at whatever his wife's name is. Yeah. Because I had to send his wife money, not him. I think I had when I, we paid him for the interview, I sent his wife money. No, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's I did send it to him because it still comes up on my PayPal. Whenever I sign in, it says, previous transactions, PJ Polacco. This fucking douchebag. I hated Mr. Kennedy. I thought you liked him. Liked him. You loved him. I didn't even watch it when he was there. Who's that? Is that? Who's that? That's your girl. That's not my girl. Who is that? Oh, we didn't watch our girls. No, we didn't. But isn't no. that Velvet Sky? That's definitely not Velvet Sky. I heard you have that. Mr. Kennedy was trying to be Austin, right? Yeah. Oh, it's Kennedy and Mr. Ander- Anderson. Well, his real name is Anderson. You like Ken Anderson, right? I don't know. I don't like Mr. Anderson, Mr. Kennedy. You used to like when the microphone came down. No, I, I never that. liked it. You're like, I love that guy. I love when the fucking microphone comes down. He talks into it. I never said that. You Those totally words never came that. out of my mouth. I've never said that. You totally said it. You're like, oh, you know, Mr. Kennedy, I love when the microphone's like, her, Mr. Kennedy. That's what you did. That's exactly what you did. It doesn't even sound like me. It sounds exactly like you. Maybe like an octave higher, but totally like you. Kenneth Kenneth Anderson. Yeah, I don't like Kenneth Anderson. He's from Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Yeah, he, he has a wrestling school now. Yeah, it's called Ryan's His Only Student of the Game. I'm not a student. I don't, I'm not enrolled in his class. Hopefully you, you hooked up your, you have a string over the rafter in your garage with your microphone and you fucking let go of the string and the microphone comes out. You go, it's Mr. Ryan. That's how I do the intro for the show. I had the mic drop down and I go, hello everyone. And welcome to another episode. That's how I do it. There it is. There's your your that's you. I, I don't do that. I've never done that. You, you didn't dyed your hair the same color. I do have the oh Hogan's there. You tape your ribs the same too. Well, I mean, my I tape my ribs because I'm just out of shape. Mr. Kenny did a scorpion death drop. I guess so. Oh, uh, this is when Hardy went heel at the pay per view before. So Mr. Kenny's a face. I guess he's the face here because uh, Hardy went heel. I remember watching that one on Pluto. Ooh, shit. Oh shit! His head is cut open. How's wow, it cut? Hardy looks fucking. Yeah, he looks fucked up. He's a little fatter too. Now oh, that was that bad Will of the Wisp uh, belt he had. He did a Russian leg sweep as his finisher. Uh, oh, and he did. He had this is when he wore the, like the ripped jeans, like he's a fucking twenty-one-year-old girl at the bar. He's still a twenty-one-year-old girl at a bar. That's true. So, did you have that belt, and then you have the mic come down and go, "Ah, Mister Anderson." I never did that. That never happened. You loved him. I remember you would say, you'd say it all the time. You're like, listen, you know, that fucking guy, no, he's awesome, fucking Mr. Kennedy. I'm like, who's that? And you're like, oh, he's great because the mic comes down from the ceiling and he like grabs it like he's an old ring announcer, like, and he grabs it and he twists around his hand. When when did I ever say that? I don't remember ever saying that. 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Oh, uh, 15 years ago. I don't remember what happened yesterday. He did it. Show show everybody your Mr. Kennedy figure. Show them. There it is. See? It's Mr. Kennedy. You're right. I do have a Mr. Kennedy action figure. So Mr. Kennedy is a champion. Mr. Anderson is a champion? He is. 
And he's keeping the same Will-O-Wisp belt. Well, he was saying that he hated the belt and he was going to change it after the match. But apparently, what I read, and I don't know because I didn't watch this ahead of time, the ending of this match is completely botched. Your favorite finishing move. Mike check. The Mike check. I don't even know what the move is. You know what it is. You used to do it in the pool all the time. They're like, hey, like right. Green Bay's two world champion. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What the fuck does Green Bay's two world champions have to do? Yeah, is he? Is it a football game? Miller Mortal regains title power. What's that mean? Oh, because Hardy's heel now, and Hog with Hogan, it's a mortal. Okay, it's an it's a stable. Uh, oh, that's the no. Immortal tag team. There's, a, I guess, they're a part of the immortal. Uh, Faction, that's dumb. Remember when we were used to be in the pool, and I'm like, "Hey, can I do the rock bottom team?" And you're like, "Sure." And then I do the rock bottom, and you'd be like, "Hey, Vinny," and I'm like, "What's up?" And you're like, "I want to do the mic check uh, again. Go do the mic check again." Like I always want to do the mic check. It's the best move ever because I love Mr. Kennedy. For somebody who says I love him, you sound like him when you go, "I love Mr. Kennedy." Isn't Arn Anderson you Mr. Anderson? Suck. You know, you would think he was. Is he the third Anderson? I don't think he's related to the Oli Arn faction. Arn Oli Kenneth. I'm Arn. This is my brother Oli and our cousin Kenneth. He is like fat and high in this Jeff Hardy. He's high as fuck. When he does that like skipping shit, you can tell he's uh he's a little intoxicated. Oh, here comes your favorite part. You you jerking off? Jerk it off. You got what? I don't know. I've never seen yeah, his entrance yeah, before. You've seen it because you used to talk about it all the time. Oh, you didn't even do it. Do what? I thought you didn't know. I, I heard that Mike used to drop down and he would do his own entrance. Oh, Mr. He's Mr. Business tonight. Oh. You got to look up at the belt. You always got to look up at the belt when it's hanging above the ring. Just like you got to look at the WrestleMania sign after Royal Rumble. Always. You got to point at it. This guy's a main eventer. Oh. Uh, here, wait, here, here comes. Nope. Nope, 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 Mike. No, Mike. Imagine Mike Kyoto fell from afters on the string. Why would Mike Kyoto fall from? He started yelling to him. Why are there two refs? Earl Hebner and John Hebner. Jackson James. Sideburns Hebner. This guy was fucking little digital count. Everybody that's been released from WWE recently, Jack Hardy's the one that I'm kind of like, oh, that kind of sucks. I'm a strongman. Strowman. I just, I don't know. I was always a Hardy fan. He's, he's like so high. I thought you were gonna say he's so hot. No, he's so high. Where does one? Oh, he just gave the finger to the crowd. Where does one get a lime green spandex undershirt? You want one? I can get you one by uh, what is what time is it now? It's uh, ten forty-two. I can get you one by uh, eleven o'clock. Show the supply chain isn't uh, an issue. It's actually on the same boat as Just Incredible's book. I bet Just Incredible's book comes and his mask doesn't. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the boat. The the mask is on a different boat from Portugal. <laughs> Yeah, it's, an, it's on a sailboat. It's on a sailboat from Portugal, so it's on the East Coast. Jeff Hardy brought Don't his own know. ladder to the ring that's all painted up and filled with cocaine. Opiate. Opioids. Opioids, that's right. If it was cocaine, Marty Janay be out there. Does a painted ladder help you climb it faster? If it's filled with opioids that make you go faster. <laughs> Speed. Just do a rail on every rail. It takes a long time, actually, to get up there because you have to do a rail on every rail. That would be a good stipulation. You can't climb the next rung until you do a line of coke. And Marty Jannetty would be the first one to sign up for that. He would win every championship. He would be the equivalent of Dusty Rhodes winning bunkhouse stampedes. 
it would be a match that was just you can't win this giant boot unless you climb the ladder, but you had to do a rail of cocaine on every rung, and Janetti would just be the ultimate champion. I heard Janetti went to a plastic surgeon. Really? Yeah. What did he get done? He's trying to get a uh, nose job. Bigger nostrils? Yeah, he was looking for the uh, Triple H or the Kidman model. <laughs> I need you to make my nostrils bigger. Why? I need to fit more cocaine up it. <laughs> this is when Hardy was quick. Yeah, so he still had it. And was he didn't have that routine down where he it's this move into this move into this move into this move. I don't know. There was something about Jeff Hardy. Drugs are bad. I don't know. This is kind of like petty almost. But him with his hair slicked back, he kind of looks stupid. Um, like when he used to have his hair in his face, he like he looked cool, he, even with the makeup and everything. What's more annoying to me than any of Jeff Hardy's new sets is Michael Cole going, Poetry in motion! Old school Hardy! Willow with a wisp! Whisper in the wind. Whatever. Whisper in the wind. But when he goes, Poetry in motion! I fucking hate it. What do he you sucks. hate more? When Michael Cole says, Poetry in motion, or when he says, Double knees? Double knees. By far. By far. By far. And why is that? For anybody who's because, just tuning into our show for the first time. Double knees to me would mean four knees. It's just knees. If knees. it was double knee, it would be two. Yeah. Right. But it would just be called knees. Oh, look. Knees. <laughs> look, she hit him with the knees. And she's not even hitting her with the knees. She's putting her pussy in their face. What are we talking about? When Sasha Banks does that fucking thing. Oh. I thought I thought you were watching something else that I, I missed. Oh no, or is it is that double knees or is that Meteora, which is the same exact thing? I, I think they started calling it Meteora because I think Michael Cole heard the show and said, Oh yeah, you're right. Double knees sounds stupid. Uh, I think she does double knees when she does the uh she jumps into the stomach. Like when they're against the ropes. Yeah. Like they're laid across the ropes. It's just knees. She dropped her knees on her. He probably sucks the biggest amount of dicks. Who, Michael Cole? Yeah. He must be doing something for having a job for 30 years. I'll call him Michael Cumlips Cole for nothing. They like faded what to black. They faded yeah, to black. I don't, I don't understand how this app is working. Um, for anybody who doesn't have the Impact app, which is pretty much everybody except for me right now, this app is worse than Peacock. Hardy has worn the same ring gear for 20 years. Longer than that. Well, yeah, he had that that was a pride and, and glory or hope and glory and when he was the, the, the jobber. He used to wear the, the, uh, I guess you can call it a wife beater. Yeah, but the same pants. Always the same pants. He can't wear a wife beater anymore because he's he's middle-aged and he's got a belly. But Matt has been wearing the same shit, too. Even when he was broken, Matt, he still wore the same thing. The only time he didn't wear the same thing was when he was version one and big money. Ah, Mr. Kennedy! He's Mr. Anderson here. Sorry, Mr. Anderson. Was he Mr. Anderson because of the Matrix? Oh, actually, well, I was thinking because it's his real name, but yeah, probably because of the Matrix. Mr. Anderson. I can't believe you have a microphone hanging from your ceiling like that. So well, good. you bought it for me. I didn't think you were going to do it. Well, I'm not going to not do it. You dared me. You double dog dared me. When I tell you to play chicken with a train, I didn't think you were going to do it. I won. Did it. I don't turn down a dare. You also want Mr. Kennedy, so... I don't want Mr. Kennedy. You want to be him. I do not want to be him. You wish Jeff Hardy was sticking his hand in your ass right now. 
Is that ladder upside down? It is. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. It's boo bitchcraft. Boo bitchcraft. Yes. Oh. Oh. Whoops. Boo bitchcraft. I think this is the botch here. So they're on top of the the, the ladders here, fighting. There's two ladders, and one is on each. Hardy's is a little wobbly. They're not using any of the spray painted ones. No, they didn't. They didn't use Jeff's custom made ladder. Oh, he he stopped the ladder from falling. That those ladders are gonna fucking fall. You're upset right now that Ke- uh, Mr. Anderson might lose, right? You shut your whore mouth. See? Oh, he's swinging the swinging the belt. Stupid! Oh, here it comes. It's oh, this Russian is the bo- yeah. This is the bo- oh he's oh, oh he was supposed he was supposed to hold on up there. That was the he was supposed to do the 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 move. Oh, he fell fucking weird. But now look, it didn't affect him. He just gets up and then he takes the belt and wins. I guess so. But it's like. That was oh, like a big kick to kick him out of the ring. Ah, oh, okay. That was like a big spot, and they fucked it up completely. He was back to... in the ring. Oh, that's shit. That was such a fucked up spot because he was supposed to do the mic tra- mic drop, mic check, whatever it's called. You know what's called. They fucked. They fucked it up completely, and Hardy just no sold that. Why don't you try something else to, you know, do it again? Bouncy ladders, poetry emotion. Your favorite move? Missed that one. Whoops! You completely missed that. Oh, he tried to do a swanton. Are they going to show the box? Let's see if they show it. Nope. Let's see. Oh, they they showed from a different. Yeah, he was supposed to hang there. I bet, like the whole edge spear thing. Yeah. Lame. Lame. Okay, Jeff Hardy's so fucked up there. He's drooling. Holy shit! Drugs are bad. He's drooling because he's high. He can't even get his shirt off. <laughs> oh my god! He's like fucking tripping into shit. Like, I've never been high. I've never done a drug. I've been drunk a lot. I wouldn't be able to wrestle drunk. How do you wrestle that fucked up? How do you be able to do that stuff? Some people, uh, you know, they come uh, immune to it, you know? He's kind of corny. A little bit. I mean, all wrestlers are... Oh, he spit the camera. I think all wrestlers are pretty corny. All right. Well, that that was our first uh, TNA pay-per-view. So Hogan didn't even come out? Immortal? No, he... Yeah, it was a stable. Like, and I don't think it was like uh, WCW where Hogan had to come out every single time. I think it was just having Hogan there. It was like, oh, that's that gives us name recognition. Even though, like, when he came out for the first time, they tried to go up against Raw having Bret Hart come out for the first time. It was like, yeah, nobody gave a shit about TNA Hogan coming out for the hundredth time. I want to. I want to do one of the pay per views. I'm gonna find out which one of when Sting is doing the Joker thing. Oh fuck him! That that was like right at the end. Would you bang Stang? Stang? <laughs> Past tense of Sting. You mean Stung? <laughs> the fuck is Stang. Stang? Stang, yo. No, the past tense of Sting is Stung. Not maybe, Stang. Maybe to you. No, to everyone that speaks the English language. It's not Stang, it's Stung. You love Mr. Kennedy. I have, that was the first Mr. Kennedy match I've ever watched in my life. Guys, don't fucking let him fool you. I remember this guy would always say, always, he'd be like, you know what the best guy is now? It's fucking Mr. Kennedy. It's because the bike comes down. He's like, look up Mr. Kennedy. I've never said that once in my life. Oh, Kid. I remember 
I want evidence. I want proof. How am I gonna have proof? I'm sure if I said it that many times, you probably videotaped it. Oh, so you're throwing accusations out. Accusations? No, I'm throwing accusations. <laughs> accusations? Accusations? Tomato, tomato. You're accusing me. Just go download Madden. I am downloading Madden. I think you should do a TikTok about you, your love for Mr. Kennedy. I will do a TikTok as soon as we're done with this. You can follow us on TikTok, I, by the way. As I, I do. You can follow us on TikTok at Front Face Like Podcast, where we are going to start doing promos. Vinny, uh, where can we find you on the Twitter, and where can we find this podcast? You can find me at... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that out. It's <laughs> a fucking mistake. I opened up TikTok. <laughs> Fucking pressing it popped up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect time. He's like, you can find me a bag, bag, choo choo train. <laughs> I think uh, you need to change your, your, your name to bang, bang, choo choo train. <laughs> I should now. Um, you can find me at Vin Front Face Lock, spelled L O K, on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok. Vinny Violence. Yeah, at Vinny Violence. V I N N I E Violence. You can also order merchandise for our podcast at zazzle.com slash store slash frontface.podcast. Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me at ObsoleteEule256 on Twitter or this show at FrontFaceLock on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at FrontFaceLock Podcast. You can also listen to this show on anger.fm slash podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. That's right. We are also sponsored by Lucky 13 Beer Company. If you want some lavender beer bomb or peppermint beer bomb or whatever flavor he has for your silky and smooth facial hair, you could find him at Lucky 13 Beer Company on Etsy. Also on Instagram and Facebook, right? And Twitter and Lucky13BeardCO.com. So uh, I guess I'll see you there. Hey, pussy. What the fuck are you doing? Licking the paint off the wall, you stupid motherfucker? There you go. Vinny's yelling at his cat right now. Or his wife. We don't know. Both. Vinny, it's always a pleasure. Zip it up and zip it out. Sweet! All right, zip it do Bye. Alright, uh, later dudes, S you in your A's, don't wear a C in jail over your B's.